Hello and welcome to the first episode of Holidayzed. I'm your host, Courtney Johnson, and you can't see it, but Kira Johnson, our furry friendly cat, is here with me also. We're in our pajamas. It's the night before New Year's Eve, and I just wanted to give a little introduction about myself and why I decided to start this podcast. And I say a little introduction, but actually I have notes and notes of trying to explain to you where my vision for holidays came from in the term holidayzed, meaning holiday, but you're dazed because I feel like most of us during the holidays and after we're all kind of in a daze where all the days blend together and we're full on food and treats and overwhelmed with the gifts and the family and I just thought it was very fitting for the topics I want to discuss and I'm really thankful that you're here. I hope we learn a lot together about what every holiday really means, the history of it, the origins, and so forth. But I just wanted to tell you a little bit about me. If you already know me, great. I appreciate you listening through this. And if you don't know me, I hope this helps provide insight, like I said, to understanding why I decided to create this podcast. So let's get started. You might hear our cat, my husband and I's cat in the background, and you may hear my husband because he is gaming loudly, playing Rocket League with his friend Noah, who lives in Hawaii. They like to game late at night because of the time, the timing for Hawaii. And shout out to Noah. Thanks for keeping my husband company while I try to record my first podcast. I also have to apologize in advance that I'm all of a sudden really nervous. And although recording the intro was super simple and fun and easy and got me excited to record my first episode, and now all of a sudden that I'm officially doing the first episode, I can't breathe. My asthma is really bad. My chest is tight. My nose seems more nasally than it usually does, which is bad because I'm always nasally. And so I really appreciate it if you can make it through this podcast with my heavy breathing and my sniffly nose. So if you don't already know, I'm your host, Courtney Johnson, a 35-year-old girl living in good old Idaho who loves her mama, loves Jesus, and holidays too. Gotta love a Tom Petty reference, but to be honest, up until a year ago, I didn't really know much about Jesus, and the thought of finding out more about him and about religion really stressed me out. Let me explain. I grew up in the best household with my married parents, my brother, who is only two years older than me, so we're always great friends, still are, and we had a big fluffy dog. The perfect cookie-cutter lifestyle. We would go to Catholic Mass on Sundays, along with Sunday school. 
However, the whole time during service and Sunday school, I'd be thinking about the donuts that were in the downstairs basement of the church, and I just couldn't wait for mass to be over or Sunday school to be over so I could go eat the donuts. I have been a sweet lover, a little piglet ever since I was a little girl, and I still am. And part of my love for the holidays is all of the goodies. And we'll get into more of that later on. But I was baptized Catholic. I completed communion, confirmation. I even went to some retreats and different camps. But my parents weren't really strict about it. They were honestly really cool. They um, definitely made me go to youth groups and those kinds of events on school nights. But they also let me have my confirmation ceremony, which is a big deal when you're a teenager. They let me have it on a different night than I was scheduled to have it because of a Blink-182 concert. That's right. My parents moved a few mountains so that I could join a different Catholic church group's confirmation so I could go to Blink-182. And that was the first night I had a shot of vodka, and I'm sorry, Mom and Dad, but it's a night that I won't forget. But as my brother and I got older, and after we completed all the steps to become a quote-unquote official Catholic, work and school, which eventually became college, just became a bigger priority over going to church as much, unfortunately. And then our family kind of became CEOs, as they call it, Christmas Easter only, which meant we would get dressed up for Easter Sunday mass in the morning, and then we'd go to a fancy brunch. And then on Christmas Eve, we'd dress up at night and go to the children's mass where all these cute kids would act out the nativity scene. There'd be really pretty Christmas carols sung. And the cathedral was lit up with so many candles and I would just be in awe looking around at all the women in their fur coats. And it would be so busy. You'd be walking through the pews and you could just smell different with the cologne. And I can still picture it today when I think about it. Um, But once the Christmas mass was over, we'd walk outside and it would usually be snowing and it was downtown and you'd walk through the streets of downtown in the snow back to your car and we would either go to my great aunt's house our great aunt's house or we'd go to our grandparents house and I just remember driving down the dark snowy streets with only Christmas lights lighting up the street and my dad always loved playing Nat King Cole His Christmas carols are so magical, and I just, it gives me goosebumps to think about it because it was just such a good memory for me growing up. Um, So I really appreciate all the traditions that my family grew up with, and I felt really blessed to have all of that in my life. But I will go in more detail about each holiday experience I grew up with as we get to that holiday. Um, But I just really wanted to set the stage for where I came from with church and 
growing up, like I said, because I just learned that holidays means holy days. So that just shows you the depth of knowledge I really had about things in the church. Because like I said, I was so focused on wanting to get donuts or looking at the cute boy a few pews down that I just, I really didn't pay attention to a lot, unfortunately. So fast forward and after college passes and I'm in my late 20s, in January 2017, I get to meet my husband for the first time. After countless failed relationships and giving up on love, if you know me, you know I was pretty much done. He was the most unexpected, amazing surprise in my life. I believe I was 29 and I really thought that I was going to be an old seamstress or something and I didn't even know how to sew. So that was going to be bad. We were set up on a blind date actually and I couldn't even look at his social media and that's why it was a blind date because he didn't have social media and his name's Brad Johnson and I tried Googling that and there's a million and one Brad Johnsons. So it was really a blind date and I felt like that's probably why it worked out for us because I couldn't go stalk him, search for him, judge him, and make these preconceived notions about who he was. I had to really get to know him for him. So our first date, I was so nervous and he was nervous too, but we actually opened up to each other easily because we were set up on the basis of we both like heavy metal music. Believe it or not, I know my voice, you'd think I'd like Disney songs. Nothing against Disney songs, but I'm a rock and roll girl. True. Tried and true. (laughs) But we would talk about heavy metal music and weird horror movies. And we just spent the whole night really getting along and hitting it off. And it was just so exciting for me to meet someone that was into the same things as me. And that was around my same age. And he didn't seem to have a lot of baggage. So that was an extra plus. So that was a Wednesday night. And then that Friday was Friday the 13th. So of course we had to watch the OG Friday the 13th, um, Jason Voorhees, Camp Crystal Lake. So we went to our friend's house that introduced us and we had nachos and watched the movie and it was amazing. And then he walked me to my car in the snow and gave me a hug and it was great. So then we went out again that Sunday. So it seemed like every other day we were hanging out and it was just us. We went out to dinner and he opened up to me more about his background and how he grew up and how he grew up in a very religious household. This was a little shocking because I never knew anyone personally growing up um, that was that way that was in a really strict religious household, especially if that person listened to rock and roll and watched horror movies, not because you can't be religious and enjoy those things, but it just seems like in my view at that time was if you were religious, you were this Jesus loving, overly bright and happy, sunshiny person and prim and proper all the time when 
our interests in rock and roll music and the kind of movies we like are kind of more dark and edgy and mysterious. But ultimately, we were brought together by, you know, the rock and roll and the heavy metal, but then getting into deeper discussion, we, I think we kind of bonded on knowing that we were both kind of outcasts when it came to finding people we could be close with in that religious circle. I tried when I was in those camps and those retreats and those youth groups. I really tried to connect with people, but it just seemed like I was kind of unfit for that group. And it seemed kind of like Brad had that feeling too. And that's why he kind of got out of his religion. So then move move on to nine months later. And no, I was not pregnant, but we got engaged in Mexico the night before my 30th birthday. So I wasn't going to be a seamstress after all. Um, so we were married that following summer. And we were married on a golf course outside. It was beautiful. My uncle married us. And yeah, there were um, some scriptures shared like Corinthians, love is patient, love is kind, that kind of thing. But it wasn't heavily religious because neither Brad or I were involved with the religion at that time. So we got married in 2018. 2019, the end of 2019, we buy a house. So exciting. And then 2020 came. The pandemic shook us to our core. Like so many other people, we know that. But we both had experienced anxiety and depression. And my heart goes out to anyone who has gone through the pandemic dealing with those two sicknesses, those illnesses of anxiety and depression. If you know me, you know that my mental health has been pretty rough and pretty scary, but somehow I really tried to keep an open mind and stay positive when we first got word of the coronavirus. But being locked in our house, even though we're so thankful we had a brand new home to be locked up in, there was just so much fear instilled in all of us, as you know. It was kind of a recipe for disaster to have two people who deal with anxiety and depression having the news on and hearing everyone's stories and just becoming scared. But luckily, we both work in the medical field and we were considered essential workers, so we only had to quarantine for a little bit of time and then we were able to go back to work. So we were only had to stay home for a little bit which we were grateful for, but it didn't really change what was going on around us and our mental health still declined. Yeah, the actual illness is and has been beyond horrifying and scary, but I think the real issue that plagued us and especially Brad was the media and the politics of it all. Trust, hope, and faith were at an all-time low. It was difficult to find happiness. And that's when we started to reach out to family and friends for help, for guidance on how they're coping, surviving, and dealing with this catastrophic event that doesn't seem to be ending. And as we know, 
we're still kind of dealing with it today. That's when Brad's mom, who is still heavily involved with their religion and their faith, that's when we started to reach out to her and let her know that we were struggling and having a hard time dealing with it all. She suggested that we try to attend a sermon over Zoom because all of the church services were being held over Zoom. So we decided one night to join it because they had church meetings on Thursdays and Sundays. So we decided to start joining and listening. We didn't show our faces. We didn't make comments or introduce ourselves. We just joined quietly. And even though we didn't see or we didn't have to see anyone or talk to anyone, I mean, we saw people speaking and the different elders giving their talks. I was still terrified. I guess terrified of the unknown and terrified that I wouldn't understand the messages shared because I wasn't familiar with scripture because remember all I was thinking about during mass was boys and donuts. And I knew Brad knew a lot about the Bible. He could recite scripture just off the type of his head, off the top of his head. And he could tell me stories from the Bible that I just didn't remember. However, when I started to listen to the Zoom meetings, the Zoom events, and listening to people's comments and the different passages they brought up from the Bible and how it related to them during the pandemic, I was really surprised and it really touched my heart, even though that sounds really corny. And once we would turn off the Zoom meeting, you know, we would, or church, we would, um, put our heavy metal music back on and yeah, we would talk about what we just heard and how we felt about it. But it was interesting to see that actually both of those worlds could collide. Um, anyways, I lost my spot. I knew I'd get off on little tangents and, um, kind of lose my spot, but, oh yeah. So I always thought that the religion that Brad grew up in. Um, I just assumed they were like Amish people, that they would wear bonnets and top hats and talk funny. And that wasn't the case at all. They were so normal. <laughs> However you think normal is, they were that and friendly. And when they spoke, they seemed kind and so we started just, we kept going to the Zoom church sessions. We turned them on and eventually we started turning on our camera and becoming friendly with people. And then eventually we joined a Bible study over Zoom, which was amazing. We made friends and we were so thankful for them because we learned a lot over Bible study. Well, I did. I learned things I had never known before. And those weeks of Bible studies turned into months and getting to know people and sharing our journey and being able to cry and laugh. And it was just amazing. It was beyond my expectations. And I really actually felt 
connected to God and Jesus for the first time. And I really wanted to push myself away. I, for some reason, I really just did not want, I've always told myself I'm not a fan of organized religion. So to let that barrier down, let that wall down was kind of hard. Um, and I was skeptical at first as well, because I have lots of tattoos. I have bleach blonde hair. Our house has school decorations up in it year round. And I was very concerned with how this group of people would look at us differently. So like I do with my grandparents, I wore, and I still wear my cardigans covering my tattoos and, Although I found out that a lot of them do have tattoos, so I feel a little better about that. But um, I was surprised that once I shared with them, you know, that we do like heavy metal music. We do like scary movies. I have tattoos and we have school decorations year round. I was surprised that none of them even blinked an eye or acted nervous or judgmental at all. They just seemed very welcoming with open arms. And once the quarantine policies were um, dropped, we were able to start studying together and hanging out together. And it was amazing because when we got, Brad and I got COVID um, just this last year, this last summer, and they were the first ones to bring us food and mow our lawn for us. And when we've gone on vacation, they've watched Kira, our cat. And it just seems so perfect, right? Well... The only problem is, and it's kind of a big problem so far for me that's holding me back, is that this religion does not celebrate typical holidays. They celebrate wedding anniversaries and the memorial of Jesus' death, which most of us know as Easter. But they don't celebrate any of the other stuff. And this is what's been holding me back. How can these people these wonderful people that I know and love, not carve a pumpkin in October or eat a turkey on Thanksgiving or put up a tree on Christmas? That is the big question I have been asking myself and trying to research because now I feel like I ha I'm going through this existential crisis of trying to make sense of why these super intelligent, wonderful, friendly people have chosen to not see the joy every month in those holidays that we celebrate every month. So I hope you'll hang out with me here. I don't know how many episodes I'll bring out a month. I guess it just depends on how much, how many topics there are. Um, for that month and for the holidays in that month, I want to go through and dissect and research every holiday and understand why this holiday was created, why it's called a holi holiday, because is it a holy day? Was it created by Jesus and does he really find offense to us celebrating these joyous times with our family and friends? 
But then on the other hand, I when I'm stressed and tired and in a daze from the holidays, I'm kind of like, oh, I understand why our friends in the in from Bible study. Excuse me, I just kind of burped and I can't cut it out because I don't know how to edit podcasts yet. <laughs> but um, I just want to understand more why these wonderful people have chosen to stay away from the typical traditional holidays. And I really just want to understand why we all celebrate these holidays. And when I'm asked, why, well, why do you like Halloween so much? What is it about Halloween? Do you understand what Halloween is? I know you love Valentine hearts, Courtney. Do you know where those Valentine hearts come from and why they're made? And I really don't know a lot. I obviously know a lot about Halloween. If you know me, you know I think Halloween should be year-round. And when in my Bible study they asked what I think heaven would be like, and I said Halloween Town, they kind of stared at me. <laughs> um, so I just really want to dissect it all and understand it all and kind of get out of this turmoil I'm in mentally with, could I really, could I let these holidays go? Because I don't know if I could, and I want to be able to explain it to myself and understand it more. So thank you for listening to this intro episode. I hope I made sense. And please don't hesitate to message me, ask me any questions you want me to cover and go over. Um, I'm not sharing the name of the religion just for Brad, the respect of Brad and his family and the respect that I have for our Bible study friends. This is in no way supposed to come off offensive to anybody. It's really just me wanting to share in one place my thoughts that I've gathered on holidays and what each holiday has meant to me and what I've grown up with while trying to understand the other side of it. And I hope we can all become enlightened and understand more of why we do the things we do. I think it would be really interesting to find all of this out. And I love podcasts so much, especially since the pandemic. I feel like a lot of us have turned to podcasts to keep us busy and entertained and kind of open our minds. And I haven't really heard a ton of podcasts talk about holidays that much and since I wanted to listen to one about holidays I figure maybe some of you do too so and like I said I haven't I don't know what I'm doing and I'm nervous and I hope I don't offend anyone but please send your suggestions and comments my way and I hope we can tackle them and I hope we can all become enlightened through each holiday season and get out of our holidays. Thank you so much. Have a good night or a good day or whenever you're listening. Wow, I just listen to myself and I say kind of a lot. I say um a lot. 
I don't know how to say existential <laughs> and many other things. So I apologize and I appreciate if you made it through that. And hopefully I'll learn how to edit and cut things out and know how to stop if I'm about to burp and I can cut that out. Hopefully you'll find it humorous. And yeah, I just wanted to say apologies. I know that was rough. Hopefully it will get better as we go on. That's my New Year's resolution. To not say um, not burp, not say kind of, and learn how to speak clearly and articulately. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good night.